Mike and Amy back at it. One more, maybe, well, yeah, one more bonus, a bonus episode on season three. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to talk about a lot of stuff today. Give the people what they want, right? <laughs> they said, give me more territories. Yes. <laughs> so we finished the 50 states last week. Uh and we have two bonus episodes. We're not going to tell you what next week is, but we do have another one. But this week, we kind of threw around a couple different ideas about uh, what to cover. But we just decided we're doing all of the U.S. territories in one episode to share with all the great adventures and experiences you can have in them. I, Amy, these territories are awesome. I mean... They're making me want to just like, except for DC, they're making me want to like jump on a, put on a swimsuit and jump on a plane and go on the beach. Completely agree. Like to me, this is also like, if you're that uncomfortable, I've always said like, if you're that uncomfortable flying a plane, if you just want a road trip through and you live in the lower 48 through the lower 48 in Canada your whole life, you could have adventures galore. If if you were like so uncomfortable as well with like international travel, uh, so uncomfortable you would never want to leave the country, these territories, I mean, you could get a ton of international flair by going to some of these places. Oh, definitely. I'm not recommending that, but I'm just saying if that if that's how you feel and that's your jam, like there's just massive amounts of exploration here. So, So let's start with the idea that there is 16 U.S. territories – but there's only five major ones, and those are the five that we're going to talk about today, which are Guam, the U.S. Virgin Islands, American Sama- Samoa, Samoa, whatever. Samoa. Samoa, yeah. yep. Puerto Rico, and then we're going to talk about um, <laughs> Washington, D.C. as well. Uh, the other territories, though, are classified as minor outlying islands and consist of barely populated or uninhabited atolls, reefs, and islets. Can we go to those? Yeah, please. <laughs> I will self-sustain there. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like fun. Practice social distancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my fun fact is that Guam's unique location on the international dateline makes it the first place where the sun rises on U.S. soil. So it earns the slogan where America's day begins. Nice. And then in contrast, America's... Sa- Wait, how do we say it was pronounced? Samoa. Samoa is the last U.S. location to see the sun rising. That's interesting. You know the first one in the lower 48? The first in the lower 48 is Maine. Yeah, Cadillac Mountain, I think, in Acadia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you talked about that. And then the last place is Washington Yes. on the coast. We talked about that, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we got it all covered, all the sunrises and sunsets. <laughs> In case anyone's really into sunrises and sunsets. Yeah. Yep. We got you. So let's go to Puerto Rico. Uh, I have been to Puerto Rico, I think just, I think well, I've been to Puerto Rico once. But this is a, I mean, I think a lot of people bypass Puerto Rico for other Caribbean destinations. At least, like, I hear that a lot. And... I don't really know why. I mean, I've been jonesing to go to Puerto Rico for a while. It's got so much to do there. Uh, yeah. Why, why don't you, uh, you can get us started, Amy. 
So my first um, adventure is actually a place. Um, and it's, it's called Rincon. And it's on the um, other side of the island from San Juan. So a lot of people, when they go to Puerto Rico, they just go to San Juan and, like, the areas around there. But Rincon, on the other side of the island, actually is known for its surfing. So if you are a surfer and you want to find the best waves, go on down to Rincon. And I was, I've been um, kind of uh, looking up stuff for a while about this place. So it's one of my places I want to go. There is uh, San Juan, old San Juan's a really cool place to tool around for a day or two and explore. Uh, and then I would, I would suggest, like there's just a lot of hotels and resorts right there, which, you know, fine, stay there for a day or two, tour around old San Juan, and then, uh, and then get out is, I, I would yeah. say, go, go explore the rest of Puerto Rico. Uh, I would agree with you. You can go hiking there too. My first one is one of the island's highest mountains. Uh, that you can actually hike is Tres Pachachos. Uh, it sits in the middle of Puerto Rico's central mountain range, and uh, the hike gives you 360-degree views of nearby tropical peaks. It's, I mean, it says although, uh, but it's, it's a seven-mile round trip. It can be very physically demanding, but if you uh, want to really have plenty of time to recover and get recaffeinated, Cafe Trace Pachachos and their locally grown coffee will be waiting for you as you go up the track because there's some villages in the mountain ranges. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a nice, nice hike. Surfing, hiking. Yeah. And my, my next one is um, taking a day trip or you could spend the night there too to the island of uh, Viquez. And so this is off of the eastern coast near San Juan, um, and it's known for its boat tours of the bioluminescent bay, or Mosquito Bay, mm. um, where microorganisms live, and they give the water a blue-green glow. There's also secluded beaches, snorkeling, wild horses, and there is the Viquez National Wildlife Ref Refuge that you can visit. So if, if I don't ever get, like, my passport back that the government <laughs> held on to, I feel like I could, at the very least, you know, I could go spend a couple couple months in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, there'd be, wor there'd be <laughs> worse things for me to have to, like, do. Than... Mike, we're giving you a whole bunch of opportunities I... at a whole bunch of different territories. Just in case. You can't leave Just in case. the United States again. Yep. <laughs> For those of you listening, this is not anything legal. This is uh, due to the fact that the passport agency shut down due to COVID-19 uh, three weeks after I'd sent in my passport for its 10-year renewal. And there's no one to call on the website. simply just says, we are closed. We will have delays for several months. We do not know when you we will return your very important documents. <sighs> So, that would stress me out beyond belief. I'm oh, just going to let you know Oh, that. it has. I feel like I got a kink in my right shoulder, and I don't think it's from physical stuff. I think it's just the fact <laughs> of thinking about that. So Puerto Rico, here I come. Uh, <laughs> my last one is this is uh, a often overlooked because it's very small, but Isla Culebrita is a 15-mile boat ride off of Culebra, uh, which is a gorgeous island on Puerto Rico's eastern, eastern coast. It's completely uninhabited, so it gives you the opportunity to snorkel, scuba dive, 
and hike in a really remote setting. You can take a day trip there. There is swimming in the island's natural seaside jacuzzis, basically hot springs it sounds like, and there's also tons of sea turtles roaming around. Sounds perfect. Sounds great. Sounds great, especially if you don't have a, a passport anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Puerto but, Rico is, has been on my list for a while. I just, you know, we were talking before. I couldn't quite go because of, there's a hurricane that, that came through, decimated it, so. Yeah, and if you, if you do want to read a little bit more about some of these spots, uh, I was telling Amy before we started recording, We Fed an Island is a, is a great book about the hurricane and the recovery process that the locals uh, work together to do when they weren't getting like the proper aid. But also it talked about him, the, the author, the cook, going to some of these really remote places in Puerto Rico in like a Jeep and like dodging potholes and stuff because they couldn't get, there was no other way to reach the communities there. So just kind of, it gives an interesting like, uh, tour of this ge geographical tour of the island, I think, in the book. Yeah. So let's go to uh, let's go to Guam. Does any? I mean, ha most people I don't even think know that Guam's a U.S. territory. Probably not. But it is. So what are you going to do well, when you go to Guam, Amy? Well, <clears throat> there is a hike I found, and it's to a place called Tarzan Falls. And, um, it's, it says it's simple to find and follow, especially like Guam standards. And it's only about 30 minutes away from, uh, Chiman Bay, which is the commercial hotel center of the island. So it's an easy morning or afternoon trip. Uh, it looks like it's, it's a cool place. I mean, it, apparently it's all about Tarzan, right? Great name. Tarzan Falls. Yeah. It Go looks beautiful. It. So. Nice. Well, I definitely hit that up. My first thing was uh, you can do stand-up paddleboarding and stand-up yoga and swimming with dolphins. I mean, like, let's just see how much we can pack into one there with uh, Guam Adventures right out once again outside of uh, Tumon Bay a little bit. Nice. I think that's um, a nice way to spend the afternoon. Yeah. Have you ever been to Guam? I have not. Okay. Have I haven't either. I'm just asking. Um, I think actually I know somebody who went there on her like baby moon. Really? So, yeah. I didn't ask her for any advice though. Uh, yeah. So my next one is spending a day at, uh, Ritadad point. Uh, this is a spot where there are white sandy beaches and snorkeling and it closes at 4 PM. So you have to get there early. I, like I think this looks, this looked really cool too. That is like really good uh, island time, right? Yeah. Like closing it. We're closing at four. We're closing at four. Uh, we're yeah. We gotta get out. You gotta get out of here. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go surfing or. It's also um. So it's actually at the northernmost point of the island, and it's actually part of the Guam National Wildlife Refuge. Oh, okay. So, just an FYI, nice. sorry. There's also um, some trails there that you can hit up if you're feeling it, or you can just sit on the beach. You know, we're all about relaxing at this point in our lives, right? We are. What else? <laughs> I mean, relaxing without Twitter, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, 
My next one is, I want to pronounce this right, but I'm afraid I'm not going to, is uh, Yapoa, yeah. Uh, Yapoa Beach Archaeological Site Exploration. It's a world-famous archaeological site where they've just been finding <clears throat> remains of ancient uh, mammals, insects, all sorts of now extinct animals, along with um, former civilizations of, of not, what's the right word, not uh, Homo sapiens, but like other, like the, what's the right um. word? Like Neanderthals, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a massively pop populated uh, in terms of like for archaeologists to come there and dig and discover. Uh, it's also a beach that you is pristine and secluded, and you can explore. But uh, they have um, they have a site exploration there. You can go on like a walking tour. You can see some of the stuff that's been discovered there, and have some historical tours with guides about like the importance of that place and what it means to modern day society. Awesome. So. I'm looking at flights to Guam right now. They're not cheap. No, they're not. No. And you got to stop three times. <sighs> That's a long flight. Okay. Yeah. What's it? Guam. What's I'll, by I'll Guam? see you later. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Where is, where is Guam? Like in terms... So, I had it up on my map, and I just closed it. Hold on a second. It is... It's much closer to, like, the Philippines. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, on the other... Again, this is Dateline one, right? Oh, yeah. It's 16, off the International Dateline. It's 1,600 um, miles east of Manila. Yeah. I mean... So, you, you would go there when you would go to, like... Uh, Japan? I so, I, yeah, and I should have stopped there on my way back from Vietnam. Yes, yeah. That's what you're, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah. Next time you go to Vietnam, <laughs> make sure you stop. Uh, only. I would love to just be in Vietnam right now. There's a, famous, there's a famous blogger that was one of my favorite bloggers when I first really got into like having my own blog. His name is Leo Bobalta, Bobota, and he wrote this famous blog called Zen Habits. And it's just really about like simplifying your life. And him and his family of like five kids and wife, they moved from San Fran to Guam for several years. Sounds awesome. Grew their own food, like I mean, just like basic, simple, simple living. I think they had one of them was like originally from there had family. There was some type of connection, but um, that was kind of like the first time I really like got privy to like the beauty of it. Yeah, it looks okay. awesome. Let's go. Let got a national park. Yeah, we're gonna go to American Samoa. Wait, Sas. Wait, how do you pronounce it again? I think it's. I think it. Yeah, uh, I think it's Samoa. I think we. Everybody, Samoa. I, think I don't know every, why I keep saying it. I think every because everybody says Samoa, but I think it's actually Samoa. Well, I say Samoa because I, those are my favorite Girl Scout cookies. Oh well, they're those are, those are <laughs> delicious. Yeah, so the National Park of the American Samoa uh, is actually distributed across three islands, Tutulia, Ufa, and Tau, uh, and the park preserves and protects coral reefs, tropical rainforests, fruit bats, and the Samoan culture. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I so was... that's, 
that's one of the only national parks like outside of like well that's one of the national parks like on an island yeah so my dad and i were gonna go here in like october <gasps> or november oh, i forgot about that yeah because we were gonna go to hawaii so the only flight you can take from to get there is from uh, honolulu Okay. So you fly, it's a five hour flight from Honolulu. Yeah. So we were thinking we were going to go there for like, like when we were in Hawaii, go there for like, uh, cause we were going to be in Hawaii for like several weeks was the plan. Yeah. And then, uh, and then take like five day, like take five days and go to like, cause there's, I mean, there's not a ton to do there. I mean, there is, but like, you know, it's like limited. Yeah. yeah limited. I got it. Yeah. It's an, it's still an island. Yeah. Uh, and my, like my, but yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, but yeah, and it is a national park and it is just an Island where people live, which that's kind of my outdoor adventure idea. Instead of like staying at like a, a hotel or something there, which they do have limited hotels. Uh, you can actually stay with a Samoa family and like learn the true culture there and like be a part, like cook meals with them, uh, stay in their homes, like, uh, just Really, like, embed – I think it would be a very unique way to, like, embed – like, they almost bring you in as, like, a house guest. Yeah, so it's like a homestay. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think would be a very unique – they have – the Samoa culture goes back, I mean, forever, and they have, I think, a lot – I think it would be a very interesting, cool immersion. I mean, it sounds like fun. Yeah. No offense to Marriott. I like staying at Marriott hotels sometimes too, but. Yeah, but those homestays are kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. And also just staying in like little, you know, mom and pop hotels and resorts are always a good option. For sure. If you don't have all those Marriott points to, you That's know, right. Burn, well, I'm gobbled. I'm really building them up right now since I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, I haven't been here. You have. Yes, I've been to St. John. I've been to St. John, St. Thomas. I think that's it. Because St. Martin is a British Virgin Island. Yeah. Correct? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I get Well, one, isn't one half British and one half French? Yes. So it gets, yeah, it's a little confusing. But I've been, mean, to, I've been to St. Martin, whoever owns, whoever, whoever runs that. Whichever one you were yeah. on, whichever yes. side. Yes. But I have been to St. Thomas as well and St. John. Oh, no. St. Martin is part of the Netherlands, it says. Oh, the Dutch. Part of it is. My gosh, this is crazy. Yeah, it's a little confusing. But Okay, anyways. Okay. So, back up. The Virgin Islands. Uh, you have a great fun fact. Or a thing to do, you mean? To do tip, yeah. And I have a little add-on to that one. Okay, so if you're in um, St. John, obviously you can have the Virgin Islands National Park. Uh, there's 22 miles of hiking, camping overnight in the beach, and of course the beach itself. Uh, Trunk Bay Beach will cost you $4 per person, but it says it's well worth it. But you have something to add about this. Well, so my, yeah, so I asked my dad because I wanted to know where I've been here. My dad, My mom and dad have actually been to St. John several times. So I wanted to get some intel from them, and he said that 
locals said that Trunk Bay, it's where the cruise ships take people. So it gets very crowded and locals called it the sacrificial destin destination bay uh, to preserve the rest of the island for others who put in more effort to stay longer and get there than just taking a cruise ship in. <laughs> so, which is kind of funny, just, which, so it doesn't mean it's any less beautiful or amazing. It's just kind of like, it's like, that's the port. So, uh, so everyone goes there. Yeah. Which I'll add in an adventure. The best snorkeling I've ever had in my life was in St. John. It was at Cinnamon Bay. Uh, I saw in like one day in a two hour snorkel, I saw face to face with octopus, nurse sharks, barracudas, all types of tropical reefs and fish. Um, what else? Stingrays. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It was, it was really incredible. Uh, and awesome. And with that, uh, a few other tips on St. John. Francis Bay, my dad said we've gone there too. He's, he likes it because uh, the only amenities are one porta potty. So, like, you're really like, it, it's a really quiet, quaint place. And there's actually, uh, it's a part of a protected North Shore area, and you can swim all the way to Maho which is now, he said, the last time they were there was 10 years ago. Uh, he said he believes Maho's had some improvements in terms of like actual facilities, but it's a place you can actually swim to. Awesome. So, but yeah, St. John, um, gorgeous. One of the coolest places I've ever been to. Should I talk about my next one? It yeah. kind of has a fun fact with it. Yeah, go for it. So my next one is Sandy Point National Wildlife Refuge, and this is actually on St. Croix. Uh, and so it's the southern beach, and it moonlights as a habitat and national refuge for the leatherback sea turtles. So during the day, you can swim, sunbathe, um, and if you're lucky, you can catch some turtles nesting their eggs. But the best part about this is that um, because it's a little bit of, off the beaten path locale. Um, when you arrive, you may recognize the setting from the movie, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. This is my fun fact. So that spot was said to be Mexico in the movie, but the final scene was actually filmed right on Sandy points beach. Oh, and what a scene that is, right? I mean, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Definitely makes me want to just go head South. Right. When they, when, uh, I forget their names, but like when Tim and Morgan's characters reunite in that scene, it's like, ah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, I would do that. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> if I escaped from prison. <laughs> yeah, escape from prison and hop on that flight to not St. Saint, Saint Croix, but yeah. Mexico. Such a good, such a good movie. Uh, kind of random that one of their buddies just happened to run into the guy who actually murdered Tim Burton's wife, though, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Tim, it was so, like, put not together. Not Tim Burden. Uh, Tim, <laughs> what, what was his name? I don't know. I don't, Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins, yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah, but what was his name in the movie? Yeah. Andy Dufresne. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of happened to, like, be bunkmates with the guy. You know what's funny is I have a friend named Andy Dunphy, and every time I'm like, oh, my God, is he, is, was he named for the movie? And I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. Pretty close, though. And then, what's your last one? Uh, well... St. Thomas is a pretty popular one and people, because it's pretty easy to get to from the United States. Um, you can yeah. get direct flights in there. Um, it, it's, you know, 
it's no more overrun than like in terms of like crowds than like a play, you know Miami South Beach is still pretty cool Santa Monica is still cool like I, I would akin it to like more of like a popular beach destination in Florida California or Mexico um, but it still has it's gorgeous parts to it and you can go snorkel with sea turtles on honeymoon beach you can at honeymoon beach also watch out for barracudas and go for a long run or walk on the beach so if you're gonna be in st thomas there's still plenty of stuff to do um you're just a little bit more on the grid still and that's what some people want so you have lots of options in the usvi let's put it that way yeah i agree all right let's come back let's come back to the home the the big massive plot of the lower 48 to close out. Yeah, let's go back to DC. DC, what are we doing in DC? So one of mine is kind of lame but whatever. It's to visit the National Mall, walk through all the Smithsonian museums, those are all free, and then walk up to the Lincoln Memorial. I think you should do that. I think also you should um, have as your tour guide, a former podcast guest and a writer, John B., uh, who lives in DC, he's actually a trained volunteer for uh, giving Smithsonian tours. Yeah, you can call him up. Yeah. Tell him you got, yep. you're coming. Let us know. He like, <laughs> he's looking. He's available. So, um, mine is you could, one of the most famous uh, half marathons and marathons in the country is uh, the Rock and Roll Washington, D.C. half and full marathon. I think doing some of those in these huge iconic cities like Boston and DC. Uh, I think the, while I'm more of a trail runner than a road runner now, I think it would still be a pretty cool experience. Just those places really put those experiences together. I have no idea when a large social gathering like a marathon in a major city will ever happen again, uh, till we have a vaccination of COVID at the very least, but it's so interesting. Um, if, and when that time comes, we'll see how long this podcast holds in the archives. Uh, it's something I would really recommend considering. Yeah, that's cool. You could also just do, you know, your own half marathon. Self-sustained, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my next one is to take a stroll through the Renwick Gallery, which is, it actually is still a Smithsonian um, art museum. It's free, and it is right by the... Um, uh, it's right across from the um, White House. So you can hit up two things all at once. Um, I saw this really cool show there when I went. So just look up and see what's going on. But it's a great little gallery. Love it. Social, social distance, though, people. Social of distance. Of course. <laughs> My final one is leave D.C., bike to the state of Maryland from Georgetown via a rail to trails. The, yes, the CNO, the CNO <laughs> Canal Trail. Uh, I think you can uh, there and back. You can make it up to like 126 miles. That's awesome. So it's there. DC has some really fun things. This isn't. I mean, we just kind of like glazed over some stuff. The National um, Zoo is there, which is also a great, you know, day trip. Yeah, DC's fun. I mean, I've I've been there several times. I've a lot of friends that live there like it's a it's go to a, georgetown walk around yeah it's a cool like if i'm gonna go visit like a city or something like it's a cool place to go experience for sure yeah i agree so let's finish these territories off right okay 
Who who are you bringing as your tour? We gotta bring we gotta bring tour guides. Yes. So I'm bringing Alexander Hamilton because he was born in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Boom. And you know how I know that? How do you know that? Because I watched the play or musical Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I mean, talk about a guy who's had a renaissance the last few years. Oh, definitely. I mean, before that, it was, why is that guy on one of the dollar bills? Yeah. He's a founding father, people. I know. I know. And now, and now icon in the music, in the musical scene. Exactly. So I'm going to bring, bring I'm going to bring uh, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, because I think okay. she would be fun to have along, uh, Puerto Rican native, and then uh, it, this was actually listed as somebody, uh, the real Blackbeard the Pirate was a, is a actually like, there's that Blackbeard was, was based on a real person who was actually born in the Virgin Islands. Who would have known that? Yes. So we're going to do a little looting, I guess, uh, on the journey. Do you think we should visit? How are we going to... I guess we do territories. We do like three of them by boat and then hop on a plane. Yeah, it sounds... Well, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be tough, guys. Yeah. We're going to have to go on a a longer uh, trip than we thought. Yep. And we had to bring Alexander Hamilton back from the dead along with Blackbeard the Pirate. So... Yes. could be a, a tricky one. Maybe we should just take several months and navigate the waters with Blackbeard at the helm. Oh, that's a good idea. J-Lo can bring, like, the In Living Color dance squad, and <laughs> we can we have entertainment and fun conversation along the way. That's so funny. A lot of beach time. A lot of sun time, too. Yeah, definitely. So, if you didn't know about the U.S. territories and what you can do there, uh, hopefully we just gave you some ideas. And that's really all we have for today's bonus episode. We'll be back next week with one final episode, 52 episodes. In it's a surprise, three. but it's a surprise episode. Surprise episode. We ain't giving shit away about it. Nothing. Normally we give things away, not this yeah, time. Not this time, not this time. No, I think we might have given away in a previous episode. We'll see how diehard of a listener well, you are. I was just going to say that everyone has to listen to all the podcasts and know what we're talking about. That's exactly what we want everybody to do. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't listened to any of the previous states, uh, pick a state that you really want to learn a little bit more about from our archives for season three or listen to all of them. And stay tuned, connected with us via our website, hashtag59.com, for all the podcast episodes, our outdoor adventure and travel blog, and if we can ever do them again, a e- outdoor event. Until next time, Mike <laughs> and Amy, out of here. Peace. <laughs>